We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Yay, Moon, Eamon. Hey. Let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. It's our 50th episode, Eamon. Woo! 50. Come again. Don't think I've ever done 50 of anything before. <laughs> no. No. So, what an achievement for us. Yeah. Aren't we good? Yeah, this whole podcast is going to be an, an, an hour of us unapologetically slapping ourselves on the back. Basically, yeah. So yeah. if you don't like listening to us complimenting ourselves, then you should turn off now. <laughs> That's right, because we are yeah. great. Because we're the best. We are the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken us 50 episodes to build up the confidence to talk about how brilliant we really are. That's right. And yeah. we are. Um, it's also taken me 50 episodes to grow a beard. And I have to say, it's looking quite full and wolfish now. Well... A little bit like um, Mick Foley's. Uh, I'll take it. Um, yeah. I'm hoping next year uh, I'll be Santa Claus. You're too slim to be Father Christmas, so your next year, this year you'll have to get big and fat. That's your yeah. I've got got a year to pack on the chub, as they say. Yeah, everyone says it. Yeah, that's right. Do. Yeah. yeah. Remember when Christian Bale was uh, in the Machinist, and then yeah. he had to pack on the chub pack on to the become chub. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. How would he yeah. sa- have said that, Ben? How do you think? Oh. Um, I have to pack on the chub. It'd be something like that. It'd be like a, you know, That's a weird... transatlantic. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, good. So today, mm. uh, for our 50th anniversary, um, big celebration, we are watching, well, we have watched and we'll be discussing mm. the sequel to the biggest mil- movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, Avatar 2, mm. The Way of the Water, mm. which was very much your idea. Let's just... Put that out there. It was. Start I'm with. a big, big, obviously yeah. massive James Cameron fan, despite our uh-huh. uh, ongoing beef, our Jim ongoing Cameron. entertaining beef. Yeah, um, yeah, it has, it has to be this one, doesn't it? Like, it's going to be the probably the biggest film release of the year, biggest movie. Yeah. Do we have any special correspondence for our fiftieth episode? We do indeed. Got a, a voice message here from none other than uh, Josh Widdicombe. Oh, fantastic! Our favourite man. I know he's, he's the best. Here we go. Dear watching films on the toilet, your old West Country pal Josh Widdicombe here. Just wanted to get in touch to say congrats on the 50th ep. Whilst Rob and I got to that watershed moment long ago and are absolutely minted off the back of it, I thought it was important to show the little guys there's no hard feelings. I know you said some hateful stuff about Rob, myself and also my bitch wife. I know that's just jealousy because we've made it and you haven't. Don't feel bad, toilet boys. You gave it your best shot. Just remember that when you're recording your little show in your smelly hovels and I'm eating caviar with a ladle getting sucked off by a trafficked prostitute. You're sincerely Josh. He's not holding back anymore, is he? He's, he's very honest about about his privilege, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and that is, it's not, it's, I think it's refreshing to hear about the real Josh Widdicombe. Yes. Have we said hateful things, really? I'd say they were all true. I think true. everything we've said is true, yeah. Have you got any correspondence, Ben? Yes, I do have some correspondence. 
You remember Big Turkey Neck? Of course I do. Well, we found his book of rhymes, didn't we, in a toilet? Yeah. And we've tried for 50 episodes to reach out to him. Mm-hmm. He sent us a song. What? He has actually sent us a track that he yeah. made. Um, he said that it's a Christmas song, mm-hmm. which um, is vaguely toilet related. Okay. So let's hear it. Yeah. Big turkey neck. Big turkey stuffing. This year for Christmas, I should have stayed in bed. Turkey and presents just fill me with dread. No family or friends spend the day alone instead. Cause this year for Christmas, I should have stayed in bed. So I woke up Christmas morning and man's head was all in a spin. Went pub with my boy Keith Davis and I don't remember a thing. I'm gonna throw up in the bin. But my telephone starts to ring. Mum's like, pick up some carrots, toilet roll and a bottle of gin. Mum, I'm not well. I'll call you back in an hour. You best not be late for Christmas, boy. Now get yourself in that shower. Lunch with a load of your friends, Mum. I think I might have the flu. She's like, Deborah's bringing her daughter and she's heard a lot about you. Not in the mood for a blind date, Mum, and I don't care if she's cute. Then I saw her WhatsApp profile pic and now I'm minding my Sunday suit. Okay, this year for Christmas, I should have stayed in bed. Turkey and presents just fill me with dread. No family or friends spend the day alone instead. Cause this year for Christmas, I should have stayed in bed. So I pick up the food from the corner shop and make my way to mum's place. Stomach started cramping, but I walk in with a smile on my face. Then I spy that girl across the table. No doubt she is fine. Reach out to shake her hand and knock over her glass of wine. Look what you did to my tablecloth. Mum's proper vexed, I can tell. The girl finds it funny that I'm getting told off and we're getting along quite well. But I get stabbing pain in my belly. So off to the bathroom I go and realise as I'm doing my business, I forgot to get toilet roll. This year for Christmas, I should have stayed in bed. Turkey and presents just fill me with dread. No family or friends spend the day alone instead. Cause this year for Christmas, I should have stayed in bed. Man is stressed. So I send Keith Davis a text There's this girl I'm trying to impress But bruv, I'm literally a mess I need some toilet roll quick Send, I'm waiting for the blue tick But it takes too long So I go to the shower to wash myself up a bit Then I'm clean, I'm ready to go And I'm dripping from head to toe Where's the towel? I don't know So I dry myself on my clothes Walk back in and everyone's staring But by that point I'm past caring Till I see Keith Davis next to that girl saying Fam, what are you wearing? I just stand there like a sore thumb Chances with that girl are done Keith just laughs and pours her a drink While I'm left chatting to her mum This year for Christmas I should've stayed in bed That turkey and presents just fill me with dread No family or friends spend the day alone instead Cause this year for Christmas I should've stayed in bed Shut your mouth. Oh, that's it. A bit of a downer there. Turkey. For big turkey neck. It's a bit of a sad Christmas tale, isn't it? Don't like that Keith Davis. Keith Davis is a bit of a bit of a jerk, isn't he? He is. But thanks, thanks, big turkey neck. Thanks for sending that in. Yeah. Oh well, maybe next Christmas will be better for him. Yeah, or worse. Who knows? Probably worse. Yeah. Any fiftieth episode toilet news, Eamon? Yeah. <laughs> Three small, one big. Woman's mother-in-law has horrifying toilet flushing rules. Oh, God. Oh, no. Three small, one big. That's uh, 
I think I can guess what that means, but go on. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this is an anonymous user in a conversation on Facebook group named Cheap Mother-in-Law's Discussion Room. Right. Said that her mother-in-law has this this rule, the toilet, which is right. three big and one small before you're allowed to flush. Okay. Confused, the user asked to elaborate whereupon oh. their female colleague revealed oh. to their horror Big meant defecation and small meant urination. So you can't flush the toilet until it's had three wheeze and one poo in it. Oh, no. Okay, but what if do a poo, then three wheeze? Oh, I can, see. Can it be a straight up a straight up big? <laughs> or does it have to be small, 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 big? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't think they've thought this through, have they? Because if you're going to have a you system, could do, do you know what I mean? Do you, does there have to be, yeah, there has to be an equivalent, doesn't it? So, like, if there's if there's already a poo in there, do you have to wait until there's three wees? This is what I'm saying. Flush? So there could be, yeah, in the meantime, another four or five poos. Yeah. <laughs> big. <laughs> and the mother-in-law's, the mother-in-law's like, no. Nope. Big, big, uh, those, big. Those are big. Those are big. Big, 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 <laughs> Small, big, 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 small, big, big, small, yeah. flush. And then finally, so that's like 12 bigs. <laughs> Mom, I've done it big! <laughs> big. <laughs> I, I have a massive problem with, with rules like this. Because I've in the past, I, I've been... I do, do like a, a little tinkle. Yeah. And I think, oh, is that enough to, to, to warrant a flush? There's quite a lot of water. It's flush. Then when I look at the water, I always just think, whoever comes in next will go... Uh, hell is wrong with that guy when he just flush yeah why why is it green yeah i'm i'm on the same page i flush if the water's not clear if it's not crystal clear mm-hmm. uh if i couldn't drink it yeah then i'm gonna flush which is you know? uh yeah that's your acid test isn't it you'll do yes you have a little, little drink i get my toilet ladle mm-hmm. and uh have a sip <laughs> uh-huh okay we're good you do that thing that, that wine drinkers do where they sort of go that's right <laughs> Like I, I, I swill it around my mouth mm. and then huff it back into the toilet. <laughs> and if I if I get a taste of a taste of small or big, yeah, uh, then then that's getting flushed, and I'm not, mm. you know, I won't use it until it until it's ready. Imagine leaving a big in there until someone's until if there's been three weeks. It's disgusting. disgusting. It's disgusting. Disgusting. Um, so ben, before we get into film chat, yeah. I'm delighted to say that earlier today uh, I had the privilege of talking with the writer and director of Avatar 2, James Cameron. What? You yeah. are kidding me. Um, you spoke uh, to James Cameron? I spoke with James Cameron. Oh I was, God. He was doing the Junket tour and I managed to get a couple of minutes with him Whoa. with my trusty watching films on the toilet uh, microphone. So cool. I mean... Shame you didn't invite me, but uh... no, I did it by myself. Okay. I wanted it to. I wanted it to just be me. <laughs> Clearly, because so uh, it's just me. Yeah, this is how it is. All right. I wanted to meet the famous man by myself. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm really excited to hear this interview. Okay. Well, here's how it went. So, James Cameron, absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast here. Thank you so much for agreeing to speak to us. It's been 13 years since the last Avatar. Uh, you spent a reported $400 million on this new film. And there's one question we're all desperate to know. Just how many dogs have you eaten? Hmm, one. Come on, James. I think we know it's a few more than that. Somewhere in the 80 millions, you know, 
There's over 80 million. Jesus Christ. Fortunately, I happen to like big challenges. I'm amazed you had time to make the movie. I almost bailed on being a filmmaker. So you could focus on eating dogs? Oh, yeah. How on earth did you manage to round up that number of animals? So we, we sat, we had technical meetings. And who was that with? Jimmy Stewart, Gregory Peck. Did you use nets? I mean, how did you catch them all? They just fucking stood there. Plus, they were, by the way, slow as shit. I mean, that's a lot of dog carcasses. How on earth did you store them all? In a nice pile. Right. Changing tax slightly, um, I wanted to ask about the nephew killing. You know what? Don't worry about it. Uh, no, I think we will worry about it, James. Um, have you done it yet? Uh, actually, no. Oh, well, that's good, because, you know, um, killing people is wrong. Well, you know, you're probably right, and that's very logical, but I just dig it, and I'm going to do it. I just like it. Why are you focused on killing nephews, for example, and uh, not nieces? Maybe we flip a coin. We'll do one first and then the other. Well, I'm not getting involved. Think about how we can work together. Um, do your homework, then we'll talk. Okay, good. Anything else you'd like to add? I drew little lips on my hands. Okay, James Cameron, thanks very much. All right, well, well done, Eamon. <laughs> and there, yeah, that's it. Nice. Well, let, let's, let's talk about the movie then. Excellent. <laughs> this week, mm. I'm not doing the summer, am I? No, so. So I guess I get to choose the drink? Yeah. Okay, okay. I like that. Mm. That's exciting. How, first of all, how did you see this? I, I, I watched it in the regular cinema. So Did you watch it in 3D? I watched it in 3D, yeah. Okay, okay, good. How about you? Yeah, 3D today, uh, saw it with my son. Mm -mm. We both went to the toilet before and after. Yeah, same. Just, you know, keeping it real. Yeah, so what did you have a drink of this, this week, man? Well, in this film, as you know, there's a part where they extract uh, some sort of weird chemical from a whale gland. Yeah. Um, so I tried to do the same thing, mm -hmm. but I couldn't find a whale. Mm -hmm. So I found the biggest fish yeah. I could find, which was a salmon. Yeah. Uh, and it was dead. Mm. So I put it in a blender. Yeah. And I drank it. Oh. So I drank, I drank a salmon. Oh, okay. Um, it was horrible. And um, it, it came out as a wee? Um, did it come out as a small <laughs> or a big? <laughs> it was well uh it was a it was sort of a mixture of both so one one big and three small so that would be that would mean that would be perfect <laughs> wouldn't it yeah it, i think yeah Blend basically yeah it was there was a lot of water in it a yeah. lot of um a lot of liquid but also obviously there's the food part yeah by it was a nutribullet so it it really was like a frothy drink which i knocked oh, yeah um so yeah I, I dedicated the course so you have how long was it? It was about a minute and fifteen seconds. Okay, well, of course, it's not it's not me who's doing the summary this week. No, sorry, <clears throat> our guest. Has. Our guest. So a while back, this this gentleman caused a bit of a stir when he, he left a, a voicemail for us. Mm. He was offended at something that that I had done. Yeah. Um. But um. We got a lot. Of, positive feedback off the back of his angry voicemail so i reached out to him and said would he mind doing us a summary of avatar way of way of the water right and he um kindly obliged oh that's sweet let's see what happens he sent it via a, a voice uh, voice message so here we go all right so 10 years after the events of the first movie, Jake Scully has had a big pile of kids with Natiri, including adopting Spider, the feral son of Colonel Prodich, 
and the Jesus baby of Sigourney Weaver's avatar body. They're very happy until the humans return in their big spaceships and burn everything to the fucking ground. <laughs> this time they're back to colonise Pandora because Earth is dying. Jake leads his clan of Navi on, a, on attacks against the humans, but it's getting stressed because one of his sons is a duck and keeps putting him, himself and his brother, who is good, in danger. Quaritch and his marine goons are brought back as Navi avatars, which is explained in a painful bit of exposition, and kidnap Spider to get to Jake. Anyway, they're a bunch of dog tets. Jake, worried for the safety of his family, takes them to hide in the company of seafaring Navi. They're green, have bigger tails, and have forearms like Popeye, so they look even more stupid than the normal Navi. The second act is basically the same as the first film. New arrivals integrating into a new society and learning their ways. The duck's son bonds with an outcast whale-type creature with a weird head. Also, the whales are hunted for this really expensive yellow goo inside their heads. Also, the whales can talk. Wadditch tracks down the scullies and kidnaps more of Jake's children, so Jake and his new green friends have a big showdown with the humans. Again, almost identical to the first film, but this time on water, with elements of Titanic, the Abyss and Aliens thrown in. Anyway, the uh. good son dies, and Jake blames the duck son. <laughs> Tiri and Quaritch both threaten to kill each other's sons but don't. Jake kills Quaritch but doesn't. And Jake stops being cross with his duck son because he saves his life. The end. Oh, wow. Oh. Very good. Two minutes and oh, wow. six seconds. So that's the longest summary we've ever had. Uh, mm. Also, one of the most entertaining, I would say. Well done, Bry Smith. That's his name. A lot of talk of ducks. I don't remember any of those in Avatar. No, I don't remember many ducks, no. Can I ask you a question? Oh, please do. Did you like the first Avatar film? Okay, so when I saw the first Avatar movie in the cinema, I did like it. It was an incredible spectacle, saw it in 3D. I'd never seen anything like it before. And it, it went around along quite quickly. Since then, I have tried to re-watch the Avatar film uh, on my yeah. own and with my sons, and I have not made it all the way through because right. I found it boring. So going into this, my expectations were quite low. I think I saw the the, the first film like three times. Yeah, you in the you pictures. were really into it, weren't you? Yeah, I think I saw it in the IMAX, BFI IMAX to begin with. So I was just like blown away by it. Mm. I subsequently bought it on Blu-ray. Yeah, and I've I've never watched it. <laughs> well, you just kept saying to me. Why do I have to leave Pandora? Why do I have to leave? That's what you say to me all the time. I was one of those people who got addicted. To Pandora, yeah. Yeah, and got horribly depressed. When you found that jewellery shop, the, mm. the one that does all the charms, you thought that would that would help. Yeah, I bought loads of Louise Redknapp jewellery <laughs> to, to try and uh, fill the hole. Redknapp jewels. Uh, all right, give me, give, me, give me your first thoughts. <sighs> Mate, it was so long. The first time I watched the first movie, it did fly by. Um, mm. I didn't. It didn't feel like a three-hour movie. This yeah. felt like an eight-hour film, and I just wanted it to end. Sadly, I feel exactly the same. Yeah, the first time round, it really wasn't like you'd seen anything like that before. Yeah, it's the first time 3D had done been done really well, and there was this immersive, like alien environment. Yes. so you forgive it. You forgive all the kind of the light plot and the bad sort of dialogue because it's just this visual sort of spectacle yeah whereas even though this is a different setting it's just more of the same 
It really is. So, and, and there, was, there was times where it's just like, I don't want to watch you holding hands with another fucking whale. No, no. Just, t- just t- tell us some story. I think because it's this alien world and it's meant to appeal to these, you know, mass audiences, they just take these very broad strokes with the story. There's no subtext, really. It's very on the nose. Oh, and it yeah, hammers these, like, messages about, yeah, I know the planet's I know, you know, I know that whaling is bad. I know that, yeah. but make it about the story, not about that. Yeah, or, or find or find like a clever metaphor yes. to, tell, yeah. to, to tell us that. Exactly. You know, that's why all those B-movies, you know, like The Day the Earth Stood Still and stuff like that, yeah. is great because they're, they're metaphors for communism. Yeah. But it's not actually loads of communists going, oh, we're evil. Yeah. It's a, it's a giant metal robot. Yeah, exactly. Well, look at Terminator. You know, AI, yeah. AI is going to kill us. Well, that's a great starting mm. point. And then he tells, yeah. like, the best terrifying robot story ever. Yeah. It was like watching the cut scenes from a video game edited mm. together but without playing the game you didn't get to play the game that's what yeah. it felt like and they looked incredible they really did mm. but they were boring and i didn't care about anybody i think jake i don't care about nor Natiri. like the kids i didn't really care about the only person i was marginally interested in was sigourney weaver but that, that's only because it's a 70 year old woman playing a 14 year old kid i was just like oh that's weird didn't you think that was weird that's the only reason I was interested. I wasn't going like this. Ooh, this character is mysterious. <laughs> yeah. It's just like that. That's an old lady playing that little girl. Strange. That's weird. That's strange. Yeah. Um, and I think mm. we found. I think maybe lamest character of the year goes to <laughs> Spider. Ooh. The lamest. Oh, yes. yes, he the is lamest lame. character. It spends most of the film not really sticking up for his mates because he leads the you know colonel guy to them and mm. then just oh oh no and how old is that actor i reckon that the actor that's played spider looks about 40 years old he does look really old and he looked yeah, like do you it, remember the band crazy town who did that uh song come my lady come come my yes lady. he looks like he was in <laughs> crazy town i i bought a ticket for this at the bfi imax which is the biggest cinema screen in the uk yeah because thought it was going to be amazing anyway because of timing issues we couldn't record this podcast that late yeah. so i had to buy a ticket earlier Sorry about that. so i saw it in the um in a small screen in my local cinema yeah and after about like half an hour i was basically started playing this sort of game with myself which is will i cancel the bfi ticket <laughs> it's at the moment it's yes <laughs> Well, am I going to cancel it still? Yes. Every half hour. Am I going to cancel it? Yes. <laughs> and I really genuinely thought, like, there's going to be a moment where, like, Cameron's going to be like, Haha, you thought that was film, here it is. And I'm going to be, like, blown yeah. away. But I really oh, wasn't. Mate. And I, by the end, and annoying, do you know what, annoyingly, I can't get a refund <laughs> for my ticket. Oh, so I, have, I can change the timing. So I might give it as a gift oh, to someone or something sorry. like that. But I'm not going into London. I'm not going into London to watch, to watch it again. Like, no, there's no way I was wondering how you were going to defend this film because <laughs> you know it's it's yeah. indefensible but I, I am sad because I know you really liked Avatar um, and mm. I, I really hoped it would blow me away James Cameron is is a legend he's amazing he's made some yeah. of our favourite movies yeah but this it's just not good it's not a good film it's it looks good but that's it films like but terminator 2 for example jurassic park star wars films that change the way movies are made they introduce these mm. you know incredible 
technological breakthroughs, but also we remember them primarily because they're just great movies, just entertaining films. And this, it's not going to be remembered because it's boring. Well, just to use that example, so like Terminator 2, they took that, the morphing Mm. CGI technology and used that to create one of the the scariest villains of of all time in the film. And all I've read about and and watched through the press of this film is, we had to develop the special technology to film underwater. Yeah. And, and when I was watching the underwater bit, I was just like, this is not in service of any plot. No. We're, all we're doing is, is this is just an excuse to show off. Yes. Shooting underwater. I don't give a fuck how, how about this stuff. None of the underwater bits really added anything extra to the plot. They didn't. So all that BS about, oh, we have to invent <laughs> these special cameras. It's like, yeah, just because you wanted to show off. Yeah. Because you love diving and you wanted to show off. There's, they, you're adding nothing. That's it. Story. He likes diving. Yeah, I think it really dawned on me how little impact it had on me when it got towards the end. And I, I normally get very emotionally invested in films. I'll often shed mm. a tear. And, you know, in this movie, the main character lost one of his sons. And I'm sitting yeah. there with my oldest son. That yeah. should have got me. But, yeah. you know, when they took him back down into the water and he was taken mm. in by Godmother or whatever she's called, I didn't mm. care at all. There was no. no no tingle, nothing no. going on, and it, and and no. it, then I realised like, nah, it really didn't didn't touch me, mate. He's seventy now, I think. Yeah, and he has three more of these these plans. Mate. So that he's not going to make another film that's not an Avatar film. Sounds and you think about how insanely talented he is; it's such a waste. I can't see this doing anywhere near as well as the first one did. I don't think it will. It'll be the biggest film of the year. Or, well, into next year. It'll be probably next year's biggest film, probably. Like, you read the reviews. There's, like, one or two. Like, The Times was, was going, it's it's all surface level. The, the plot is, is non-existent. Yeah. And there's, like, one other review. I said that. But, like, Empire gave it five stars. Really? Yeah. Oh, They're just man. like, it's a, just a visual feast. It's like, but do you know what? It's... It is pretty good, but I've I've sort of seen this all before yeah. in the first one. So actually, you can't just rest on your laurels, and doing it underwater is not enough of a change. That is poor Empire magazine. Yeah. I imagine this is a lot like uh, it's a lot like Donald Trump. Mm. You know, when Don- Donald Trump came along the first time. We all we all loved him, didn't we? Oh, we all, we all loved thought him, yeah. we all thought he was a breath breath of fresh oh, look air. At look at look at that and man. He's so honest. Love what he's saying. He had no track record. We didn't, you know, so he had nothing. No filter. And so he was rightly voted in. And everyone (laughs) loved the fact that he was voted in. Everyone went mad for him. There's no argument there. Okay. But now he's he's coming up for re-election. Everyone's going... We know what this guy's about. Yeah. We've seen it all before. Yeah. There's there's no excitement level there because you know there's there's no sense of the unknown. Yeah, with that's Trump right. and with Avatar. That's it. It's just weird how people have changed their opinion on him, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone loved Trump. We all did. <laughs> we all loved him. Would you, if you had to become an Avatar, like to infiltrate? some kind of social group or professional group uh what what kind of avatar do you think you'd be what would you want to get into maybe city boy oh get go work in the city yeah grease back my hair yeah and those pinstripe suits yeah. the red braces mm-hmm. suitcase sounds great be like uh, i'm selling uh selling i can't even <laughs> do do the to speak <laughs> i'm selling yeah. some uh 
some curtains. Yeah. At one o'clock for eight pounds. Hey, uh, hey, Chris, have you seen the Dow Jones this morning? Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's, That's the uh, it's the biggest I've ever seen it. God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dow Jones is massive this morning, isn't it? <laughs> Guys, get in here. Come and go and look how big the J- Dow Jones is. It's absolutely massive. Oh Christ! What would you do? What would be your? Uh, where would you infiltrate? Billionaire. I'd just be an avatar of a billionaire, and just cause a lot of trouble by a uh, social media network, yeah. and then show the world yeah. how f-ing thin-skinned you are. Yeah, that would be. And actually, not a genius, but. <laughs> a f-ing I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. Mm. What are you? Yeah. Are you? Are you talking about Elon Musk? Is that who you're talking about? I know. No, it's just I'm talking in generalities. He's great, isn't he? He's great. It's great. What Listen, he's we done. do have. We've got seven followers on Twitter. We don't want our account to get suspended. That's true, actually. He's he has nailed Twitter. Well done, Elon. Drink to you. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Mm. Jerk. Did you laugh? When uh, that the whale started talking to the uh, an- annoying son. There were various points at which I laughed out loud and had to stop myself because yeah. I knew other people would be enjoying it. That was yeah. one of them, like the talking yeah. whale. What is... Click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. What happened to you? Click, 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 click. Why are oh, you so, so sad? I can't talk about it. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's not even going to tell you. Yeah. Um, another bit. Well, every time they went, <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> I just thought I of know. what we do in the shadows, um, and they yeah. hiss, and that was that. Yeah. Look, so we've had we've had enough. Eamon, would you flush this film like uh, that youngest Avatar child is flushed down the hole on the boat at the end, or would you fish it out like the oldest son? His body is fished out of the water when he's been shot. <laughs> and he dies. And we feel nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I would, I'm afraid I would flush this film. I really... Uh, I, I either thought I'm going to love it or absolutely hate it. Yeah. But in a way, I'm indifferent, which is even worse. Because it couldn't elicit any emotion from me. <laughs> that, is, that is even worse. Oh, yeah, what man. about you? Yeah, I, I'm sad to hear you say that. I honestly am, because I was hoping mm. this would be good for you. But, oh, God, yeah, I would flush it. I didn't care. And, you know, I don't need these messages hammered into my head. I'd watch the news. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. want entertainment. And this did not provide it. So thanks a lot, James Cameron. That means, Eamon, <laughs> that Avatar 2 is going in the macerating toilet of despair. Yeah. Wow. That's how disappointed we were. (laughs) Holy moly. So, Avatar 2 is going to join the Grey Man in pieces in the macerating toilet of despair. So, let's (laughs) toss it in. I'll let you do the honours, Eamon. See you, sucker. And there it is. Wow. Uh, What a... Poor. Who would have expected that? Massive disappointment that was after 13 years. For our 50th episode, we have destroyed probably one of the most expensive films ever made. (laughs) $400 million. What a waste of money. What a waste. All right. So uh, this episode's top five is top five movies that last over three hours. And, you know, that's a long time. That is a a very long time. 
as this film proves, it can be a very long time. A very long time. And, but, it, you know, it doesn't have to feel that way. Good good three-hour movies don't feel three exactly, hours, do they? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Looking at some of these films, I was like, I know they're long, but I was a bit surprised they were over three hours. For real. For real. Um, mm. Cool. So, winner gets to choose the next episode's film and the loser has to forfeit. Cool. So, um, yeah, so you lost last time, so you get to go first. I'm going to say uh, Duplicate, mm-hmm. Godfather Part 2. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. It's, Obs. It's, like, it's too good. It has to be there. It has to. It's too good. Um, I think you might have chosen Barry Lyndon. Do you know, I've not even seen that film, which is bad. Oh. Does that, is that, like Kub- that. Is that Kubrick? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I do like I Kubrick, like but... That film. Yeah, I don't like the name okay. Barry. I think that's I always think that's why I've not watched it. <laughs> oh, this this film's meant to, no, it's no, 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 Barry. No, 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 no. Watch this piece of shit. I mean, Barry, the show is very good. Yeah, that's why I've not watched that. Watched that for a long I time. Know. Refuse, refuse. Fair enough. At least you're a, you you stick to your guns. So I got to respect you for that. Okay, right. I'm gonna say uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, you, I think you've probably won. You? Uh, yeah, def- definitely. <laughs> uh-huh. It's great. There's a film that flies by yeah. and justifies its yes. running time, actually, because it has so many so characters to deal with. So dense with plot. Deals, deals with them very yeah. well um, and is brilliant. That is so that well plotted and so well paced. It is. Mm. And, and as I said, you know, because there are so many interesting characters, it can be. Whereas Avatar 2, for example. There's like four characters. No interesting characters. I saw James Cameron sort of taking a shot at, at Endgame. He was going... Uh, Oh, you you know you can't compare the animation of like of Jake's face with Thanos's face, and I was just thinking like yeah, but it's a million times more interesting because of like the stuff that Thanos does. Yeah, he's like a hundred times better villain than your Colonel. Yeah, good. All right, so oh, you got you got two, and they were big ones. All right, this would this is a duplicate. Will it save me? Will it not? JFK. No, it does not. Are you joking? What? You like JFK? I do like You've done JFK. Done it again, but... Eamon. You've done it again. <laughs> I do like JFK, but it's it's a load of absolute BS. Like I loved it at the time because I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe they've done this. This is profound. Yeah, and then well, I sort of read up on it subsequently, and it's just absolutely. This is that. It's like a precursor of QAnon. <laughs> It's, it's that level of ridiculous conspiracy. Um, I think that might be the most decisive uh, top five we've ever had. It was. That was a clean it? sweep. So, go on. What did you have then? So, I had Lawrence of Arabia, mm-hmm. uh, Godfather 2, Avengers yeah. Endgame, Magnolia, and JFK. Mm-hmm. What did you have? Uh, Godfather Part 2, um, Magnolia. It's a mad, 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 mad world, yeah. which I've had before. Very good film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. And uh, another. Uh, Scorsese Jam. Can you guess what it is? Three hours? The Irishman. The Irishman, yeah. It's a good film. But again, that three hours, and it does feel quite long, that film, but it's unbelievably compelling. It is, and the effects are dreadful, but it's still (laughs) very compelling. The old man De Niro curb stomping that guy is just Mm. dreadful. Mm. (laughs) But it's, you know, that's a third act that is just mind-blowing. Okay. Okay. So what's my forfeit then? Write a better film than Avatar. You've got a, you've got a week. I'm sure you'll manage. Done. Yeah. I finished. <laughs> okay. All right. Of course, last episode, my forfeit was punching a policeman in the face. It was. And this is how that went. 
So this week I've been challenged with hitting a police officer in the face. I've come into town to do just that. Ah, here we go. Excuse me, officer. Yes, sir. Hi, it's me, Eamon, from the Watching Films on the Toilet podcast. What can I do for you? Well, this week I've been tasked with punching a policeman in the face, and I was wondering if you'd mind if I hit you. Happy to oblige, sir. Really? Yes, sir. It's funny, actually. There's one of those funny old little known laws that says at Christmas you can smash a policeman in the face as hard as you can, and it's perfectly legal. Well, that's lucky. Do you mind, then? Happy to oblige. Right, here I go. Come on, you can do it harder than that, sir. I hardly felt that. Okay, if you want. Ah, yes, that's the ticket. Well, thank you, officer. I really appreciate it. Do you have a message for our listeners? Yes. If you really want to make a policeman's day this Christmas, then please, smack them in the face. There you go. I mean it. As hard as you can. We want it. Okay, then. Goodbye. Oh. There we go. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Lovely. Oh. Well. 50. 50. 50 episodes old. That's that's a, that's a great time to stop. It is, yeah. But we wouldn't do that, would we? Nah. We we abide by the, the old mantra, always leave them wanting less. <laughs> It's worked so far. Yeah, that that is that is the, the maxim that we've always had in our heads when we've been making this show. Oh, who's that? Well, sir, uh, I'm not expecting anyone. Are you? No. Hmm. I'll, I'll go and answer the door. Okay. Hang on. That's weird. <clears throat> oh, hello. Watching films on toilet. Oh, um, Eamon, there's a guy at the door who wants to speak to you. Hmm. Oh, blimey. I don't know if anyone's told you this before. You look quite a lot like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Christ! Ah! Ah! Run, Eamon, run! I can't keep up with you. You're so fast. Don't worry, I'll, I'll slow down for you. What are we going to do? Look, there's regular guest Alex Robson. He'll help us. Oh, hey, guys. I was just thinking about you because I was thinking about your podcast, which made me think about my podcast, naturally. And because my podcast, Spider-Man the Animated Series Podcast, where we interview cast and crew from the 90s animated show, yep. along with reviewing episodes, talking about all the merchandise... Yeah, but... No, please don't interrupt me, shut up. And, um, of course, now I've lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, and also, my brother, who's my co-host, is a DC and Marvel comic book artist and writer, so we get loads of insight from that as well. So, yeah, because my podcast is so successful and so amazing... Yeah, that's cool, Please but... stop talking... Let me finish. So because Spider-Man has been so successful, Spider-Man the Animated Series podcast, available on all podcast platforms, we've also started to do Batman the Animated Series podcast. And that's been even more successful. Yes, more than your show. Seriously. Why are you still trying to talk over me? Seriously, Please stop talking. Let me finish for the love of God. Oh, God, Alex is dead. Keep running, Ben, but not as quickly as before. Okay. Okay, Eamon, I'll, I'll pace myself for you. Hey, it's Big Ben from the Extreme Horror Replay podcast. Help us, Big Ben. Well, if it isn't Little Ben and Eamon from Watching Films on the Toilet podcast. We need your help, Big Ben. You need my help? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to be brutally honest with you guys. We were just kind of using you for, you know, listens and ratings on the podcast. And honestly, I don't like you. Oh, is it because we're so handsome? No, no, it's not that, no. It's just, you guys don't strike me as funny, honestly. And, well, you know, I mean, you're British, so <laughs> we whipped your ass in the war. Look, we're sorry if we've offended you, but that's not important right now. We're really sorry. Yeah, well, okay. We need your help. Nope, nope, still not gonna help. Just... There's a Terminator, and it's trying to- Oh no, not Big Ben as well. 
I guess that makes me Big Ben now. No, you're still Little Ben. Keep up, Eamon. I can't run anymore. Let me get on your back. Fine. I think we've lost him anyway. Hi, comedy writer Lee. Oh, hi, guys. Oh, Eamon, what are you doing on Ben's back? Nothing. <laughs> you crazy pair. Anyway, look, I'm really glad I ran into you because I've been wanting to speak to you about something lately. All right. You know in Terminator 2, when the Terminator turns into John Connor's stepmom, yeah, um, and he's on the phone to Arnie, and Arnie goes, what's the dog's name? And then he goes, how's Wolfie? I can hear him barking. And like he knows when the Terminator says Wolfie's fine, like he knows that means that the Terminator is there because otherwise she would have gone, it's not Wolfie, Max, what are you on about? Anyway, after that, why does the Terminator just start, like, like he puts an apron on and starts chopping carrots? What's he doing? Like, I know, like, oh, yeah, he might be lying in wait, waiting for John to come back, but, like, does it really have to get all those vegetables out? And, like, like he's literally chopping carrots when when the phone goes. It's mad. It's really mad. It's re- always really got to me. Um, oh, he's over, they're over here. Mate, they're over here. Damn it, Lee! I've stalled them, the bloody idiots. Yeah, see you later. It's Rod from the band Just A Ride. Rod. Oh, hi guys. I've been meaning to catch up with you. It looks like the band is going out on tour and we wondered if you guys would like to come with us as our comedic opening act. You know, we can make it worth your while, put you up in the finest travel lodge you've ever seen and you can help yourself to the all-you-can-consume buffet of alcohol and cocaine that we usually have at any of our gigs, really. This all sounds amazing. Uh, what do you think? You in? We, we definitely like to do that, but... I think this is the end of the road, Ben. Yeah, literally, we've entered a cul-de-sac. <laughs> well, we've had a good run, haven't we? We sure have. I love you, Raymond. Thanks very much. Oh. What? There's something I didn't tell you about my meeting with James Cameron. You're terminated.